Hello, my name is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 65 of Gaming with Grief, and I'm calling this episode Close the Book. Uh, I'll talk about that in a a second, but let me get into the intro. Uh, This podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Leave a comment, uh, let me know what you think of the episode, what I can improve, stuff like that. Uh, Do that there. Um, or you can drop me an email at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. That's gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Or you can go to iTunes uh, podcast services. Uh, you can subscribe. It's the Gaming with Grief podcast with Joseph Carlson. Um, go there. Rate uh, rate me. Let me know what you think of the show. If you want me to improve, uh, you know, write a review, uh, stuff like that. Do that. So... Yeah, I think that's the I think that's the intro. So, um, yeah, I'm calling this episode "Close the Book" because I just had a big milestone, and I want to talk about that for a second. Um, but I, well, basically, I think the bulk of the episode is going to be the topic of the show, basically, which makes sense. Um, uh, but let me just talk about some off-topic stuff really quick. Um, I want to talk about a DC comic uh, named Far Sector, which that I saw yesterday when I purchased them, or I think it was Friday night, had seven issues out. Uh, I got it on Comixology. Each issue is about $3.30. I got all seven issues. I'm really enjoying it. It was actually um, recommended by someone from IGN, Joshua Yule. I'm probably saying his last name wrong, but he recommends a lot of good comics. I went there, listened to his recommendation. I picked it up. I got through issue four, so I got one through four done. I really enjoy it. Uh, It's a Green Lantern uh, comic. Uh, So if you know Green Lantern, it's pretty much that lineage. Uh, The setup for the comic is basically it is a single Green Lantern that is on the edge of the galaxy, which is investigating a murder uh, based on a society, um, which I don't remember the name of all of a sudden. I should probably take notes. But there's a society of three form, uh, three different races of refugees that have like uh, clashed and been to war. They decide to put aside their differences over hundreds of years. Uh, they band together, but there's been some problems brewing. And there's one Green Lantern uh, named Joe. That's all I'm going to say. I don't really want to give away uh, her name or everything, but her nickname is Joe. It's a, a female, a human female. Uh, she basically has been sent to the sector to and discover what has been going on, but she's literally all alone. It's just her trying to find out about these people and what is going on. And basically the setup for the novel is not only what I just described, but this place has been without any kind of crime or murder for 500 years. And now uh, there has been a murder. So she is investigating why members of this race would murder each other after 500 years. <clears throat> excuse me, a 500-year gap and why she's doing that. So she's trying to figure out why that's going on. Uh, her ring has different powers than the other Green Lanterns. It is different, um, but I think it is very amazing. Uh, it's very good. It's written really well. Um, I guess the writers, Josh Ewell, again, said that you know the writers had done other stuff. I'm not familiar with their work, but I'm definitely enjoying this. I definitely recommend picking up. It's called Far Sector. It's out on Comixology right now. You could probably get physical copies uh, mailed to you. I understand with COVID, a lot of people are still uh, sheltering in place. I definitely recommend checking out digitally. 
Um, at least those people can get some dollars out of you, and you can sit at home and be safe and read an amazing comic. So check that out. Again, it's called Far Sector. There's seven issues out right now. I do not know uh, when the next issue is coming out. Um, I also, I don't know if I talked about this, but I'm just going to talk about it again. I was reading a series of comics from Marvel. I know, I cheated on DC and now I'm reading Marvel comics, but it's called The Strange Academy. And the idea is, the setup is, that Doctor Strange has literally set up a dimensional pocket in New Orleans to train people like him that are gifted in the magical, mystical arts, and he wants to train them and kind of usher them through a new age. There's only three issues out. The next issue I don't think comes out till the end of September or mid-September. Um, they're about three issue, $3 a pop for each issue. Like I said, there's three issues out. I'm really enjoying it so far. It's really good. Uh, Dormammu has an heir uh, who, if you know from the Marvel movie, is a villain. He sent his heir to the school to learn his... Uh, you know, learn how to use his ability. There's people from Asgard that are learning their abilities that know about the magical arts. There's a lot of amazing magical creatures that are just trying to learn their way in the story. And um, I really enjoy it. Please check it out. It's called Strange Academy. It's out right now. Again, I picked it up on Comixology. Um, You can pick it out anywhere. But definitely check that out. It's really good. I can't wait for the next issue to come out so I can purchase it. And, um, yeah, I think that's my off-topic stuff. Um, What I really want to talk about this week is uh, finishing stuff. Uh, More importantly, I've been talking about it a lot on the podcast over the past year and some change. Um, My friends and I have gotten together. We played a Dragon Age pen and paper campaign. Uh, Three player characters, one rogue, one warrior, and one mage, which is the three classes of Dragon Age. I guess it worked out pretty well that uh, they decided to play and perfectly embody um, you know, the three classes. Plus, there was an NPC of a character I wanted to play years ago, but didn't have a chance to play. So he was kind of a prominent NPC in the campaign, another warrior. Um, but anyway, we finished. Like I said, it was a year and some change. I think a player pointed out to me today um, that it would been since March of last year. So that's a year and what, four months? And so that was kind of um, when we finished. We finished the epilogue probably Saturday night, 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock. So each player had an epilogue. Everybody enjoyed their campaigns. I saw two of the player characters today. We went on a hike. Uh, they said they wanted to, one of them said, hey, I'm really excited and want to play more. Uh, we talked about the shortcomings of uh, their character. Um, I'm going to try to come up with a way. Excuse me maybe remotely where we can do like a kind of a wrap up of what we did uh, i have to do a little research for that obviously i am new at this i'm using garage band and a mic and a mac mini so i'm sure there's a way that we could all get online and just talk talk some munching together and talk about the campaign talk about what we liked talk about what we didn't like and uh you know um i was honest like with one of the players last night when we finished his uh, epilogue, you know, I said, hey, I, I took it to heart when you said ramp it up. And he said, no, I didn't, you know, I didn't mean any ill will. I really felt towards the end it did ramp up and it was just perfect. Some of the last encounters to keep us on our toes and guessing. Um, so that was a good feeling to know that I made them happy. Again, one of the other players that I saw today mentioned he wants to play more, maybe with this character or other characters. Um, and it seemed like everybody generally had a good time with the story and kind of wants their characters to live on 
and prosper in a way. So that, that actually makes me feel really good. It makes me feel like I did a good thing and told a good story. Um, and now uh, some people have reached out and said, what else do you want to do? And now we're planning a 5th edition D&D campaign. Uh, yeah, I know, right? We're real, real big nerds. But we're planning a campaign. It will probably be sent in ancient Greece, which is the... It's got a long title, but the realm is Theros, which is D&D, or I should say Wizards of the Coast, a version of Greece. Like of ancient Greece with gods and things like that. So I'm reading that right now. There's a problem uh, with my login. Uh, I reached out to customer support. I purchased some books and can't access them. Long story short, uh, and then in fact, when I was doing some research today, I got a group call from the group. Uh, we all talked over some things. One of the players was in a swimming pool, which is very disconcerting. I don't know if those people are taking what I'm saying seriously, but when you see someone in a swimming pool, uh, you know, zooming in on their boob, I don't know how I feel about that. It was a male. Uh, he was very hairy. I don't want to shame him, but I don't know if really he was getting his point across by doing that or if he just could have told me what he wanted to do in the campaign with a headshot. That probably would have been more effective. Um, I've been using the D&D Beyond app, which I actually really enjoy. Um, although, like I said, I had some login problems and I uh, can't access some of the things I purchased going on the uh, on my desktop and accessing those things have actually been really helpful. You can read resources. You can create up to six characters for free. I believe you can share those with uh, the other players. Uh, other than that, you can join like a subscription club, create a campaign, uh, do all that kind of stuff, share it with people that you've been playing with, which I really like. Uh, there's a lot of resources on there. Obviously, it saves everything, so that way, if your players want something, you know, they can read behind and be like, oh, yeah, this happened and this happened. Um, but I talked to another player. I mean, I want to save people money. It's, I think, like $60 a year for, like, the master tier. You know, a lot of that stuff could just be an email. You know, I take notes and write out my campaigns, just broad stroke it. Uh, generally, and I think a lot of that could maybe just be written up and just be an email you send to the characters, you know, last week on X, this happened. Uh, then they could write down the stats for certain things that happened or keep a log of how the adventure is going, or at least it sends it out there in an ether through an email where if they go through and you have to have a break and they don't know what's going on, maybe it's been two or three weeks since we've gotten together, they can go back and read and go, right, right, okay, so these things have happened great great i have a jumping off point to know that this is what i need to do with my character i think one of the things that came out of me doing the dragon age campaign was actually talking to one of the player characters and talking about goals which is taking me many years in playing pen and paper role-playing games to figure out the goals of my character so it's one thing to have a really cool ranger that is cool has a cool handle and a backstory yeah super cool but I think what's more important is that that ranger has goals. What do I want to do with my life? You know, my character. Where do I want him to go? What do I want him to do? So, funny story. When we were done with the Dragon Age campaign, the last character that was doing his epilogue asked me, you know, what do you want to do next? You know, I'm up for anything. This is really fun. And I said, well, you know, long story short, uh, or at least, uh, at least telling you my deepest, darkest desires, I actually want to play actually want to play i don't mind running campaigns but it does get tiring anybody out there that's been a, a dungeon master a game master for a long time knows that it gets very tiring after a while to just plan and plan and plan 
Um, and I don't mind that, you know, like I said, I don't mind it in the short term, but in the long term, I would like to play. I told him as much. Um, he actually mentioned maybe kind of dipping his uh, feet into DMing, maybe reading like a module, something that's pre-written, because he said, you know, I don't have time to plan things. And I said, well, that's fine. Uh, you don't have time to plan things, but, um, you know, there's plenty of pre-written character or adventure modules out there that you can read, uh, kind of dip your toes. Um, you know, and I think the, it seems like the people that we have in a group are open enough to know like, Hey, this is his first time. Don't be, you know, don't be mean on him. Uh, let's help him out. Uh, you know, we wouldn't really ad lib a lot. If he gives us two choices, we wouldn't pick the third. That's the worst choice as a DM. I had mentioned to him when we were talking about that, that that actually happened in the Dragon Age campaign. I wanted them to specifically go to the last, basically in the campaign, the last boss battle. That's what I wanted everybody to do. And they picked option B, which was going to a random town and investigating something that they thought was important to the plot, but was not important to the last boss battle. So I had to ad-lib several things in the story to get them up to that point. Uh, they mentioned they had a good time, that it was fun. Uh, but again, it was something that was completely, completely not planned. Uh, maybe broad stroke planned, but um, not totally planned. And I think my wife mentioned she still wants to play Legend of the Five Rings, which is great. Um, I think I told you guys about it last week, but there's these great kind of uh, campaign logs. So you can log what's happened in the campaign, how long stuff took, how much XP you're giving to people. And I'm definitely going to try to write up a form and expand that for the um, Dungeons and Dragons campaign. I think it'll help me keep everything straight in my mind. Um, and I think it will help um, you know, everybody uh, kind of keep everything straight. If I can send that to people through an email, I think that will be another resource that they will be able to look at and say, oh yeah, I remember what we did here. Um, and then I think um, one of the players mentioned to me like, hey, there's this class, it's kind of locked behind a book, which sucks, but they do, you know, like I mentioned, uh, D&D Beyond actually gives you a lot for free. They give you a player resource for free that basically is uh, the player's manual for 5th uh, edition D&D at no cost. You can basically roll up a minor character with a basic class and whatever and uh, you know, play the game if you're just playing. And it's, it's basically a $30 book that you're getting for free. So I mentioned that to him, like he had a class that was locked behind a book and I said, well, you know, they are pretty much giving you the monster or the uh, player's handbook for free. If you bought it, it wouldn't be that bad. He had a really interesting idea for a character, and I kind of want to accommodate that. Either I buy the book and read the thing, or um, maybe he does. Um, I don't know. But I, I told him, he's like, I don't understand why this would happen or how my character would fit into another realm, you know, because I'm in the mainland, excuse me, mainland Dungeons and Dragons, and I don't know how I would get to point A or point B. And I said, well, you know, a lot of people in this realm, things are considered exotic. They have merchants that travel. Um, they do mention ship travel through ports of entry and, and, uh, and trade routes. So you might be picked up, considered an exotic creature, be brought to this land, and uh, that would be enough, I think. And again, you know, he mentioned dipping his toes. One of the players mentioned dipping his toes into actual uh, DMing. And he said, you know, if you wanted a week off, I could just do a side uh, campaign with the with the module and that would be great and I thought that was great too because I thought you know that'd be a great way for him to one dip his toes in me to just have a week off because uh, now that it is easier for me to take notes or at least I've seen a format through the Legend of the Five Ranks thing where I can take notes 
um, I'm taking more notes now. So instead of it just broadly in my head and jotting down a few things, I do plan things. But this means like, oh man, I better micro this and plan it to the hilt. Sometimes that doesn't work out all the way and it's a little bit um, you know, troublesome when you have to plan that stuff out. But generally, I think over this year and whatever, it was a long break between campaigns where I, I generally GM'd everything and wasn't used to it. But I think everybody seemed to have a good time. Uh, we all laughed. We all made jokes. Um, there was a couple of speed bumps here and there. Some of that had to do with the rules. Some of that had to do with me kind of shaking the dust off and even becoming a better uh, game master. And I'm looking forward to the next uh, campaign and uh, seeing... Um, you know, people's kind of reaction to what happens next because I'm having some seeds and some ideas in my head. I don't think it's going to last a year. I think I'm going to be very honest with people. Like, you know, from this campaign, your character will get from level 1 to level 10. You know, and if we plan it correctly, if we do it every two weeks, like we've been talking about, so once every two weeks we meet, um, you know, that'll be six months or so. So I'm hoping that they're okay with that 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 is good and that uh you know they have a good time we did have one player that didn't log in so i'm a little concerned with that i hope he is able to do that um i actually have a code uh to get a percentage off a DD player's handbook from the DD beyond store i want someone to um claim it because it is um you know i paid for the code i got an essential box set with a dm screen and some dice and things like that and so I want someone to use it. Uh, it includes a code to get the player's handbook uh, 50% off. So, yeah. Um, other than that, uh, you know, it's been a pretty mellow week. Um, I feel pretty good about things. I went to therapy. That felt pretty good. I've been writing a little bit. That feels pretty good. Playing, finishing this campaign is a massive, massive accomplishment. Um, I haven't had a beer in a couple of weeks, but I've actually had a few beers this weekend because it was like a celebration of like a completion of things. And you know what? If you do want to write in, um, you know, write in and tell me what it's like, what, you know, what you feel when you complete things. Because I think that's really not something that gets talked about a lot is the idea of completion. You know, a lot of times in our life we kind of go through the motions. We have to do things because of duty or we have responsibilities because we have kids or a job. But, you know, in, even in my job, completing a big uh, task or a big um, project feels good. And uh, I think that's one of the reasons why I still, in a way, enjoy what I do for a living. I have a day job, but something like this is a major accomplishment. You know, no matter what people think about the campaign, like I said, most people seem to have a good time with it. Sometimes you could feel a little self-conscious about it, but it seemed like gen generally everybody had a good time and that, you know, I can learn from that and move on from that. But also just doing something for a year is a major accomplishment. And so I hope uh, more to come. And then I'm able to continue to do that. And, uh, you know, it was fun. It was fun to get back in the saddle and uh, be a game master and tell a story to a group of people that enjoyed it. So, again, I'm going to try to research how to get those people together in a digital form. And then I will interview them over the airways and probably record that in the next few weeks. And maybe I think it'll be like an all-in-one thing where we're all talking with actual three other guests. So it won't just be me talking to a mic. You might get sick of that, but I enjoy it. I enjoy trying to find my voice and try to do this podcast the best I can. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's it for this week. So, again, if you guys want to uh, follow me, this, will hit, this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com. Uh, on Monday morning at 7 a.m. Uh, leave a comment below. Let me know what you think of the podcast. Uh, let me know how I can improve. 
or you can go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. That's gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Let me know what you think of the show. If you want me to read something like a listener mail, I'll do that. Or, um, yeah, anyway, or go to the iTunes app, uh, subscribe to my show. Uh, it's the, Gra- the Gaming with Grief podcast with Joseph Carlson. Uh, let me know what you think of the show. Like, subscribe, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, follow me there. Or you can, I, I will remember to do this from now on. I am at Just Little Joe on Twitter. You can drop me a line there. Let me know if, what you think of the show. That would actually help me out in realizing that other people actually listen to the show. Um, that I know of right now, I only have one very close friend. He's probably my best friend in the world. He's an amazing guy. Uh, he listens to the show, and he uh, you know gives me feedback, which is great. Uh, and he's very honest, uh, and I, but he's also very positive, which is fine. Like I said, he's honest. I don't think he cares about hurting my feelings. But it's only one person, so I'd like to get more kind of feedback to see how I'm doing with the show. Um, but so far, um, everybody that has listened to the show really likes it. Um, so yeah, anyway, uh, drop me a line, let me know what you think, and I think that's going to do it this week, guys. Hey, have a good week, be safe, wear a mask, it's the least you can do, and, uh, you know, um, be good to each other. So be kind, and I will see you guys next week. Bye.